This is the Ryan Glick Show, and I'm your host, Ryan Glick. In each episode, we focus on specific tips, tactics, and strategies to help you launch and advance in your career. Thanks for stopping by to hang out. Now let's get started. Hey, what's up, guys? Ryan Glick here, and hopefully you're doing well. I know things are crazy in this world right now, and uh, it's really hard to know what to believe one way or the other, but we're not going to talk about that today. We're going to take a break from all that news and everything, and we're going to jump into a topic that uh, isn't necessarily super timely because summer internships are well on their way and getting toward you know, getting toward the end. Uh, however, internships do not really stop. There's internships in the fall. There's going to be internships in the spring. There's going to be internships again next summer. And so I want to talk about you know the five best practices when working remotely as an intern. And what I'm going to talk about is super relevant for anybody working remotely, but the way I speak about each of these five items is going to be um, basically, you know, as if you're an intern, right? So even though you may be starting position full-time, let's say, these will all be still relevant to you, but I'm not necessarily going to speak to them as if you're a full-time team member. It's going to be uh, from the standpoint of an intern. So we'll jump into that in just a second, but the show notes page for this episode can be found at ryanglick.com slash episode 015. All right, let's get over to the five best practices. All right, number one, get ready in the morning just like you would as if you were going into the office. And I know a lot of people like the thought of working remotely or working from home or you know whatever because you feel like you can just roll out of bed, stay in your pajamas or your sweatpants or whatever it may be and just lounge while you're working. And I know some people can probably pull this off, but I think the majority of people are not going to be as productive if you're not feeling good about yourself. And we feel the best about ourselves when we get up and we get ready and you know we look good and everything like that, even though we're not necessarily going out. Plus, even though the video only shows from the waist up for the most part, um, still, it just it feels good to just be in your full outfit that you would normally wear if you were going into the office. So think about that. Instead of just rolling out of bed, hopping on the computer, and starting to work, think about getting ready like you normally would and and then hopping on your computer and doing your work. It'll make you feel so much better. It'll make you feel much more productive, and you will be much more productive. And for all those video calls... Um, it'll, it won't look like you just threw on a baseball cap or whatever and, and are hopping on. Not that that's bad. I mean, there's times where you can throw on a baseball cap and hop on a call or whatever, but, uh, yeah. So think about that. Um, consider that strongly consider it if you're working an internship remotely and, uh, it will make you uh, stand out for sure. All right. Number two, set up a designated workspace. And this is important because it can be really difficult, you know, depending on where you live, it's going to be a different situation. But if you live in an apartment, you know, there may not be a lot of options for you if you live in a house or you're staying with somebody in a house. If you're going to work off of the kitchen table or you're going to work, um, you know, just out on the deck or outside or something like that, it and you're kind of moving around and everything like that, it can be pretty difficult to um, stay focused and you can easily be distracted. It's okay on occasion to go do those things because it's nice to get a change of scenery and everything. But when you're doing your best work and you're really needing to focus, you should have a designated spot where you actually work. And the other reason that this is important is because if you don't have a designated place to work, then you're going to find yourself working all the time. There's no boundary. And so if your kitchen table is where you work, but you also eat at your kitchen table, 
then you may be working while you're eating and you're, you're never really shutting off from your work hours. And so it's, it's really easy for people to fall into that um, situation where you're hopping on the computer in the morning and then you just never shut it off and you're working way more hours than you're supposed to be working. And I know for most internships, uh, you're not supposed to work more than a certain number of hours anyway. And so if you're doing that, it's going to just put the employer in a bad situation and put you in a bad situation as well. So find a designated spot where you're going to work. When you leave that space, then you're no longer working. And uh, then you have that easy, um, you know, you can tell very easily whether you should be working or not. All right, number three. So this one's a little bit tricky. I, I strongly believe that you should use your webcam. And the second part of this one is making sure you mute your phone. But let's touch on the webcam first. So a lot of people are not comfortable using a webcam and talking to people. And while you're talking to them, having your camera on. Uh, the problem is, is that if you don't use your webcam, it's really easy to multitask and do other things. So the camera serves many purposes. It's not just so people can see you. It's also to keep you accountable to everybody else by showing that you're paying attention to the conversation. If you turn off your camera and you mute your microphone, like you should mute your microphone, then they're going to have no idea what you're doing at any given time. You could be listening to what's going on, but you know, you could be over here typing or doing whatever and they're not going to have any idea. And that's not fair to them. That's not fair to you. And it really isn't something that you should do. So when you have your webcam on, it definitely holds you and keeps you accountable to everybody else on any of the calls or meetings that you're on. The other reason for this is just that it gives you a much better connection with people when they can actually see your body language, they can see your facial expressions, and they can see you while you're talking. Um, you know, if it's just strictly a video call where your video is off and then it's really just a phone call. And although phone calls are fine and maybe there's certain situations where you can't have your camera on, but at the same time, I, I strongly encourage you to use your camera and set that tone. Maybe you're joining a team where nobody turns their cameras on, but you know, the organization really wishes people would do that. Well, you can be the person that sets that trend, get it going in the right direction and use your camera. And then the other part of this was making sure that you mute your phone and it's, I know a lot of people like to keep their phones unmuted because it makes it feel like you're a part of the conversation, but you know, there's feedback, there's all sorts of other things that can happen to really distract the meeting. So if you're not talking, make sure you mute your phone and you're going to run into the situation where you're talking before you unmute and people see your lips moving if your camera's on, but they don't hear anything. And then they're going to ask you that you know, question of saying, oh, you're muted or telling you you're muted, but that's fine. Just make sure you mute your phone because it will be much better in that situation. And the other thing with a webcam as well as your uh, phone being muted, don't take them with you to the bathroom. If you have to go to the bathroom in the middle of a meeting or something like that, make sure you leave your stuff in your designated workspace and go to the bathroom without taking it with you. There's so many videos that popped up once everybody started working remotely back in uh, March that, you know, there's people who have their cameras on while they're going into the bathroom and they even have their they're uh, not just their cameras, but they also have the audio going and you know, you don't want that to happen to you. So just keep your stuff out of the bathroom. And even if you think it's muted and you have your camera turned off, just don't, don't even take the chance. Just keep it out of the bathroom. All right. Number four, make sure you set ground rules with anybody who is in the same home as you or, um, wherever you're going to be working remotely, whoever's in that space, sharing that space with you, make sure there's some sort of ground rules because, you know, I can tell you personally that, if I don't have ground rules with my kids and, you know, this is this example is not necessarily for you, you know, not having kids. But um, if you 
did have kids, then that would be something that they would need to know. And uh, if you were married or have a significant other, that they would need to know as well that, you know, you're going to work between these hours. And while you're on meetings or in meetings, here's, you know, what the expectations are. Because when you're in a house, it doesn't necessarily feel like you're at work sometimes, especially to other people who see you. They just see you in the other room and they think that they can just pop in anytime they want. And that obviously distracts your day. And that takes you out of any zone that you might be in. And then you have to try getting back in, in the, into that zone. And it can be really difficult and very distracting and disruptive to your day. So just make sure that whoever is in the same space as you where you're going to be working remotely, make sure that those people all know um, what the expectations are for them. And it doesn't have to be something super formal or, or anything like that. Just tell them that, hey, I'm working from this time to this time. And uh, if you need something from me, here's here's what you should do. Then that kind of tells them rather than them thinking that, they can just constantly pop into your room or your office or you know wherever you're working. All right, number five. This one is a big one. You need to take frequent breaks. When you're working remotely, it can be so easy to just sit there in your desk or at your table and work, 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 work from meeting to meeting to meeting and never get up except for bathroom breaks. You need to take breaks just like you would if you were in the office. In the office, you'd get up and walk around, do some things like that. Do that while you're working remotely as well. It's important for a number of different reasons. I mean, your health, you know, you should be getting up out of your seat every once in a while and going and doing other things. It's good for your mental health as well, uh, getting away from your work and doing some other things. You know, I, I encourage people to, you know, when you get up periodically out of your desk and take breaks to, you know, go outside and go for a walk if the weather's nice or do something to just move and get away or whatever it may be. So um, that can be hard to remember to do that, especially when you're working on something that sucks you in and you're just really focused on that thing, um, just set yourself reminders. I think it's important that, you know, at least five to 10 minutes every single hour that you take some sort of break to get away from your computer. And I know that's not always going to be possible because a lot of times you get stacked meetings back to back to back and you can't necessarily get away. But uh, when you can definitely take breaks, it's something that you need to do to be successful. All right, so let's recap really quick. Number one, get ready in the morning just like you're going to the office. Number two, set up a designated workspace. Number three, use your webcam and make sure you mute your phone. Number four, set your ground rules with your family and others who are going to be around you working in the same space. And the last one, number five, make sure you take frequent breaks. All right, so there you have it. Um... If you have any questions about this at all, definitely reach out if you're going to be working remotely or if you are already working remotely and you're struggling with it and you have any questions, I'm always here for you. So definitely ask if you do. And uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, if you would, please give me a thumbs up if you enjoyed this video and you know share it with somebody else. I'd really appreciate that. And for those of you listening on the podcasting platforms that are out there, uh, I really appreciate you as well. Thank you for listening in and continuing to support me through all these episodes that are uh, getting put out there. And, you know, I will say I have uh, quite a few more guests coming up. I've had a couple solo episodes where it's just me lately just because I had some topics I wanted to touch on. But I do have some more guests all queued up and ready to go. So they'll be coming here in the uh, in the near future. So continue to check back. Subscribe if you haven't already subscribed. And uh, again, I appreciate you. And uh, we'll talk later. Thanks for listening to The Ryan Glick Show. You can find more helpful content and resources to advance in your career at ryanglick.com.